That was a pretty good one. Pat? You like it? Oh, yeah. He's a cool dude. Are you going to uh, do kitty cat faces on mic while I do this? <laughs> hey, kitty cat face Fenton. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you and your kitty cat face. Welcome to episode 16 of the Not Salty Podcast. I'm your host, John Bell. And as always, I am joined by my friends and co-host, Mike Fenton and Kristen Skeevers. In this episode, we interview our friend Pat Hudnall of the Vagabond Tap Room. We talk about how Pat decided to leave his government job to start the tap room. Thank you, Pat. We discover that the original Vagabonds were actually glamping. We talk about my dream job, how Pat picks the beers for the menu. Pat, if you need help, let me know. And while I'm thinking about it, we forgot to talk about the Dragon Boat Race. Pat, we love you. Thank you for opening the tap room. But the competition's real, man. Start practicing. We'll see you at Broadford Lake in August. Welcome to the Not Salty Podcast. <clears throat> this is episode number 16. Um, no, I didn't just magically remember that. I asked that Mike two seconds ago. But I'm um, kind of proud of ourselves. We're at 16 episodes. Wow. That's crazy to think about. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, for just a little dream we had at the Vagabond Bar. Yeah, Speaking full of, circle this evening. Huh? Yeah, wow. Well, before we get into that, I think today is the Deep Creek Lake area's biggest snowstorm of the year. Oh my God, it's sad. It's, it's not sad, but a it joke. is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think we got maybe six inches, and it's been a pitiful winter, but we finally got some snow. It's been fun. Like today, uh, my today joke all day long has been, "Hey, it's finally November." <laughs> yeah, like, today is what November normally is, and uh, mm. our big snows, like historically, I think according to rumors are usually in March. So, mm. I don't know. Yep. We got six inches today, probably another inch or two tonight. Yeah. I was hoping for like a three-footer, but yeah. we didn't get three But like Not the whole quite. forecast just looks like snow. It does. I know. I'm getting ready to go backpacking. <laughs> you know, have a great time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where are you guys going? Dolly Sods. I heard it's hard to get a fire started down there, so I'm bringing lots of fat wood. Why would it be hard to start a fire? It's wet. Uh, Very, so all the wood's wet, yeah. and it's going to be raining. You're going so, tonight? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Not tonight. Actually, Thursday, Friday, it's supposed to be okay. Yeah. Still getting freezing at night, you know, but then Saturday's looking a little rough. So you're going with another friend of ours, and he was telling me about it yesterday, I think it was. Uh, you guys are going three days and two nights? or Yeah. Three nights? Uh, I guess it's three nights, but we're like, I mean, we're like at the end of the trail Sunday. We'll be home Sunday. Hiking, dolly sides, however many miles you're going to go, and sleeping outside, and the temperature is going to be zero at nighttime? No, not, not that cold. But Saturday, it's probably going to get down into the 20s for sure. Have like you been to 20s. dolly sods before? I have. Okay. My it's, first it's backpacking really trick ever, trick trip ever was in the dolly sods. Mm -hmm. And that was an adventure for another podcast. <laughs> like, completely different podcast with people who don't know me. So are you doing this because uh, somebody's mad at you, or is it doing you for fun? <laughs> yep, Mandy's kicking me out, and it's like, just so <laughs> Is this, like, so community happy. service? Like, uh, <laughs> if you survive <laughs> this, you can come home. Yeah, yeah. How many miles are you guys going? <laughs> it's oh, We're only doing 24 this time. Oh, well, so it's like, yeah, nothing. Well, no, no, think about it like this. <laughs> Even if you're hiking at two miles an hour, which is pretty slow, the average person just happens to walk about three miles an hour. It's only four hours of hiking. Gotcha. Per day. So that's not bad. We'll be so we'll tent? be we'll be yeah, cold and camping most of the time. Cold and wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you take a tent. You sleep under the yeah, stars. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing tent camping. I prefer hammock camping. Oh. Uh, it's just really comfortable sleep for me. So, so I'm wait, not... are you taking single tents or are you two cuddling? <laughs> <laughs> 
but we have our own tents. We ironically have the same tent, though. Not on purpose. That's what John just asked. Do you have the same tent? <laughs> so, See how I danced around that? I think you listen to this podcast. Trust me, I can't imagine you two would be sharing a tent. No, we're not going to be sharing a tent. I have my own tent. Okay, so that was fun. <laughs> we got to start every episode making fun of Mike for just a minute or two. Gotcha. Just, you know, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> so I think it's time we introduce our guest, uh, Pat. Thank you for being guest number 16. My pleasure. Um, to introduce you, Pat Hudnell, and you own the Vagabond. I own the Vagabond Tap Room and True Fly Java next door. Whoa, I forgot about True Fly Java. That's kind of new. When did that open? I've been uh, there, but I forgot about it. A little it. over a year, November of last year. Mm. Okay, so we're talking downtown Oakland. Yep. Um, you've got the Vagabond Tap Room for dinner, beer, mostly beer on tap. <laughs> Lunch, dinner, beer, wine. On tap. And yes. then the coffee shop for morning time? Do you open during the same time? Or? There is some overlap, yeah. The coffee shop uh, runs until 2 o'clock-ish okay. on weekdays. And the Vagabond opens at 11 for lunch. So there's about three hours overlap there. I'm trying to remember when we actually met. And um, I remember I was your son's soccer coach. So yes. you guys owe me a lot of credit because he knows less about soccer now than he did before he started. <laughs> He's forgotten a lot. Good, because I taught him nothing. Okay, it's great. Like, I was actually teaching them football stances. Um, I don't know if you remember this or not, but it got brought up the other day. Uh, somebody was making fun of me. Uh, our team was pretty bad that year, and I was the coach. Um, these kids were little, man. Were they eight? Oh, yeah. It was the yeah. It was the Amoeba League. It was just kids <laughs> running around in a, in a big pile out there. It so was... some people took it real serious, right? And this other team was just destroying us, just kicking our butts. And I was like, hey, listen, it, here's what you do. If the other team's coming at you and you don't know what to do, just fall down. I was like, then they'll trip over you. You'll stop them. I was like, literally just fall down. And that, sadly, that works. It's a, it's a great play. Like, I, I used to do it in football sometimes. If, if, a, if a kid was way, way better than me and he was coming and I, I knew I couldn't tackle him, I'd fall down when he said trip him. And I was carrying that over from then. Well, then uh, the, I don't know what they're called. I guess they're not referees. But uh, the organizer organizers for uh, Mountaintop Soccer we're like, hey, man, you can't do that. That's kind of messed up. So I got in a little bit of trouble for that. <laughs> you got your hands left. And then I remember there was another game there, too, where this was a little, very little kids, and you couldn't play goalies. On this league, you couldn't have a goalie. They were right. so little. And uh, the, other, the team we were playing, this kid kept playing goalie. And all the parents were yelling at me as a coach, and they were like, tell them they can't have the goalie. So I went over to the other coach, and I was like, hey, man, you, you can't have goalies in this league. And this was the nicest dude in the world. And I remember – I don't know who he was. He had dreadlocks and uh, uh, sandals on and just real oh, hippie, nice guy. That was the Tucker County team. I, okay. I don't know that guy's name, but that Such was Such like, a nice yeah. dude, right? And so uh, all the parents kept yelling at me again. They were like, we told you, you can't. The parents are getting really into it. <laughs> They're like, tell that coach they can't have goalies. So I went over to him again. And I was like, hey, man, they're all yelling at me. You can't have goalies in this league, whatever. Third or fourth time, this very nice gentleman I'm talking about with the dreadlocks was like, lost his stuff like he finally goes <laughs> he goes wait do these kids listen to you because they don't listen to a blankety blank thing i had to say <laughs> if your kids listen to you you're the best person in the world because i've told that kid he can't play goalie and like he was so fired up and i had to take a step back and i was like hey man take a breath it's cool i'm really We're sorry get through this together. And, uh, <laughs> i'm no longer a soccer coach <laughs> It's fun, though. But uh, that's how we met. And uh, at the time, you were working for the county. I was. Um, you had to bring that up. No, I, I this this uh, <laughs> Tiger Claw. Right. It was uh, it was around the same time period. I remember, um, I think it was when I was doing the Whitewater Village development. 
I ran into you in the gym one day, and we were having issues with water or something like that. And I remember talking to you, and uh, it was just a long day. And you were like, oh, it's just been a long day. Kind of the same thing I was having. And then a month later, you go, hey, man, I'm going to open up a brewery. <laughs> you seem happy. Good for you. I, I am happier. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot of work. But it's certainly a lot of fun. I've met a lot of really cool people that I probably wouldn't have met otherwise. Your building renovation is ridiculously well done. Um, I don't know if you did that yourself. You had a contractor, but I vaguely remember the building before you purchased it, and I know what it looks like now, and it's a it different It was property. a mess. Okay. It was a mess in there. What year um, was it built? Ooh, right around the turn of the century. Okay. Uh, 1910, 1920, something like that. It was oh, the wow. original bank in town. Um. Where the, the if you go in there where the, the taps are on the wall, there's a pass through window that goes into the kitchen. And that whole area was a giant concrete vault basically, but it was no, only no like kidding. three feet high, four feet high. And it was like a like a fireplace without a chimney. Yeah. But that was I think the original that was the original back wall of the building and that was the original sort of safe and that was the bank in town. So you had to rip that out during your remodel? Yeah, we took that out. What did you um, do with that? Yeah, we left it. it no, nah, it was just concrete. It wasn't anything special. Oh, okay. It wasn't like it wasn't like, like a, a big old it wasn't like a metal safe or anything. No, it was just it was like it looked like a fireplace oh, without okay. a, without a chimney. Wow, you couldn't fit yeah. a mini excavator in there. You did that by hand, like they broke that out by hand. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's what legit. was in there before you guys bought it? Oh, on the vagabond side, it was a pet grooming store oh, business. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's been a pile of stuff over the years. It's been a shoe store. There was a a prosthetic manufacturer person in there at one point it's there was an attorney's office on the shoe fly side it was it was sabrina's uh painted cupboard and chick shack for a while and yeah when all else fails sell beer sell beer but uh, no it it actually i uh and coffee i remember (laughs) when you bought the building and i remember thinking man he's got a big project (laughs) on his hands and I don't think you realized how big it was. And then when you got finished, I walked in and I was like, this dude nailed it. Like, you nailed it. It looks I, great. I mean, I won't take all the credit for it. I mean, I had a, a vision in my head of what I wanted the business to be. Yeah. Um, my wife, Michelle, really took us to the level that we are as far as the decoration and, and really fleshing out what I it is I assume she was involved. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time I went in there, I went to meet my friend, Jonathan, right. who we had on last week. And I was like, what is this doing here? I was like, this is lovely. It's just really cool looking. And, you know, the, the bar itself is just it's a really cool looking place, too. So I, well, thank you. I enjoy it. We as a community needed that. And we need other things. Like uh, if you want to take a flaw that Deep Creek has is Deep Creek really doesn't have a town. OK, like uh, a lot of resort, resorts have a town center. We have the resort. We have some scattered businesses. Downtown Oakland could be our town. Oh, I would love that. And yeah. it's, well, I think it's coming. If you if you leave the Wisp Ski Slopes and you go to your restaurant, you're probably 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's that's kind of normal for other ski areas, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, there's got to be cool <clears throat> stuff there. Like, you guys are starting it. I, I understand that a coffee shop and a, and a bar are small steps, but they're small steps in the right direction. Like, actual downtown Oakland today versus 10 years ago is a totally different place. Oh, for sure. Six years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. even just yeah. a couple mm-hmm. years, it's changed. Oh, yeah. How long have you been open? Uh, three years, a little over three years. Now. Okay. Yeah. Time flies. Yeah. How do you, like, pick 
your beers. Oh my gosh. This is like, yes, explain it. Yeah. So it's it's tough. Um in, in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've worked with like five or six different distributors and then a couple of like uh, high ground I get directly from them. Um, and I get a, a beer list like every two weeks, three weeks, or every week, depending on when they deliver to the area. And it's, you know, 100 beers on it. How do you space out? Oh. The tasting process. Right, yeah. <laughs> Are they all micro I don't, yeah, I always try yeah. to keep craft brews. I try to keep okay. it really regional. Um, I try to keep That's it awesome. Maryland, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, There's Virginia, Delaware. Talented oh. brewers nearby. Oh, absolutely. Does, is micro just the size of the batch of beer? What yeah, so there's like microbrewery, craft brewer, and it's it's all in how much quantity they make. Barrels, right? Barrels, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what is it? Uh, I forget what the the number is, but Sam Adams is still, I think, considered like a craft brewer. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So microbrewer is going to be your smaller one, like a high ground. Okay. There's and there's one that I think there's one that's smaller than a microbrew. Or am I? I'm, I I did a beer tour okay. in Boston for a bachelor party, and they we went to this. I mean, they did less than like a hundred barrels. Yeah. And they didn't deliver outside of the city or anything like that. So I just was curious offhand because I forget. But anyway, yeah. It was really, that's when I learned about, like, by the barrel. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. It's, it's all by quantity. Mm-hmm. So is there a distributor, or do you have to call the individual brewers? No, there's a distributor. Um, Maryland's funny like that. Like, they okay. really want everything. Yeah, most states are like that. Like, you have to go through a distributor. You can't go directly to the, to the person, which makes it a little bit easier for me, because those guys, that's their job. So then they're, they're always in my face, which is kind of helpful. Like, hey, it's order day. What do you want? And I've got to sit down and look at the list, and... I try to keep, uh, like, I'll look at what I've got in the cooler, waiting to go online, what I've got on, and just sort of make sure I've got all the gaps filled um, as far as types and flavors and whatnot. But it's it's really hard. I get the beer list, and I'm like, I want it all. Sure. I mean, all of it, you know? <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have enough room for all of it, so yeah, I've got to. Yeah, that's tough. I have a hard time picking. <clears throat> so when you go in there, you've got the chalkboard, and you've yeah. got how many how many Four, flavors? Fourteen taps. Fourteen taps. Yep. Eclectic, always, uh, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, but I don't know what they are. You know what I mean? So the bartender's always good, and I'll tell them kind of what I like. Like, for example, I'm not a big, big fan of hazy IPAs. I like, I don't know what you call them, like the normal IPAs or whatever. <laughs> American uh, IPA, yeah. American IPA. And they're really good. Like, uh, so I don't just buy them to go in there and t- say I'll take a number 12. You know, I'll ask, and they're very good at explaining it. But it's kind of how you have to do it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that means you sample every single one? Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I try them all. You've got to. That's you got to. why you start a tap house. Right. Because really. <laughs> you love beer. Yeah. So that's what, uh, that's my follow-up question. How did you come up with this idea? Where this? Oh, my God. So there was this. Old building in downtown Oakland. Did you buy the real estate and come up with the idea, or did you come up with the idea? No, and buy the real we estate? had the idea first. Okay, had the idea first for sure. Um, I couldn't tell you when it started or why, but it was always sort of a running joke with Michelle. Yeah, we'd get frustrated with work or something, and we're like, ah, I'm going to quit and go open a bar. <laughs> and for whatever reason, it. Took hold. She never believed. Me. No, never did. <laughs> Mantra is a powerful fool. It is right. Uh, was it maybe 2017? A little bit before that, we were like we were actually like starting to talk about it more frequently. And 2017, we took a road trip with the kids and went down to uh, North Carolina, down in the mountains, a little town called Marion. 
it, no significance really for what we wanted to do. It was sort of a central hub. We like to kind of find a place and stay and just do little day trips, go hike, go explore, play in the rivers, whatever. And there was a place to rent in this little town. And we were rolling into town on, on the night we were, we were getting there, check-in night, and um, pulled up Yelp reviews. And there was this little tap room that had just opened like two months before. Yeah. Um, and we're like, ah, cool. I brought my growlers. I'm going to go get some beer for the night. And I rolled in there, and it was just the coolest little vibe. It was much like uh, Vagabond as far as size. It was a you know a storefront in main downtown, um, and they just had 13 taps. Yeah. And it was all craft, local, rotating, no food, no nothing. It was just beer. come have some beer, some really good beer. Mm. And I told Michelle, I was like, this is how you do it. This, this is the model. You know, this this is what Keep it will work. Yeah, your your menu is great, but it's not expansive. Like you guys, it's, I'm guessing you have several things you're really good at making them and just keep making them. Not the beer yeah. menu, like the food. The food menu, yeah, yeah. yeah so the the food was. Oh man, what are the things you make? That the Reuben, so the Reuben, the Reuben, Reuben, oh, did you bring any? No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> didn't say anything oh, about good. food. <laughs> Uh, no, so a trap tap room is actually a great idea because it's almost like you're starting a brewery, but you don't have to start the brewery. But and, you don't have to, you're right. and you're also not limited to what you only sell. It it's fun for me to go there because I don't know what your fourteen items are, you right? Know? And I know I can get it. And it changes. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, changes. it's almost yeah. sad because like you go try a really good beer, well, and if you don't go back soon enough, right. <laughs> it's gone. And then the next time you go in, you're like. Man, that beer's gone. I feel a little bad sometimes. Like, somebody will come in, like, <laughs> they were in there a month before, and they're like, oh, last time I was here, you had this great beer. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not here. It's like, I'm just going to have to right. so come all the time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you've never had that? You've never had one that you're like, oh, we're going to just keep it as the house? Like, no, never, and that, never beer. Great. I do yeah. have um, hoop tea. What's that? Uh, it is a hard iced tea. Oh. It's made, is it sweet? Is it? It is sweet, yeah. yeah. It tastes like a sweet tea. Okay. Um, super good. I've had some other, like, it's, I think it's, a, it's like technically a malt beverage. I've had some other hard teas before that just weren't as good. But this one legit tastes like a good sweet tea. Um, it was made down in Ocean City, or is made in Ocean City. Um, and we picked it up, and people love it. It sells really well, and it's it's, it's a nice gluten-free option for folks that yeah. have that issue. Yeah. Mm. So that's one that I try to keep on tap a lot. You know, it's funny, um, uh, 25 years ago, I worked at Deep Creek Brewery, and it was right when IPAs and craft beers were coming popular. Like, Sam Adams probably started making the first one back then. Uh, and it would just drive us crazy. People would come into their brewery, and they'd be like, hey, do you have a Miller Lite? Or we want a Bud Light? Or mm-hmm. do you want a whatever? And the guy who owned the brewery at the time, he was just a couple years ahead of his time. Like, uh, it was it was way early it was great beer, but people just weren't there yet. Right. Do you have people stop in and ask you for Miller Lite? Oh, all the time. Do you sell them? Do you no, them? I don't. Okay. Like <laughs> no. Do you make them? Ha- Get out of here. You can't. No, always. no, I don't. <laughs> no. We probably try to refer them. Oh, to, yeah, yeah, for sure. Just, um, and the majority of folks that come in like that understand what we are at this point. Sure. They come in and they're like, hey, I usually drink a Coors Light. What do you think I might like? Well, so mm-hmm. that's what my wife does. Noelle does. She doesn't necessarily not like IPAs, but right. she doesn't love them. She likes a lighter beer. And so uh, we were at a brewery on vacation not long ago, and she got one of their beers, and it was it wasn't a Miller Light, but it was kind of equivalent to it. You know, it was something lighter, and she liked it. And uh, 
It was great because then I had IPAs and made her drive home. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Sometimes like. Sometimes life's just nice. I found out that I like sour beers, and that's been now my go-to when I go places like Vagabond. Sure. I look for the sour, and like I-, I can drink cider, but I really like sour beer. Like I found out, and like that's now my like when I go to Mountain State, I go to Vagabond. Anywhere I'm like, what sour beer do you have? Moonshadow has a really good one. Like. Now I have like my go-to because I don't like IPAs. Is that the next big trend? Sour beers? Uh, that has been the big trend. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. sours and ciders, right? Yeah, yeah. sours, ciders, um, seltzers were a big thing for a while. I never really got those to sell well on Everybody tab. Everybody and their brother owns a seltzer company. Right. Yeah. These days. Like uh, they were kind of cool. It's in like the beginning. bubbles, yeah. water, alcohol, <laughs> alcohol, yeah. fruit farts. <laughs> <laughs> so Kristen, Kristen likes um, sour monkeys. So she'll just like put three back and be like, I don't know why I'm so oh, drunk. Geez. And I'm like, Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. serious beers. Yeah. They're That's very high. On the last yeah. show. <laughs> Those are no was, joke. Uh, yeah. I drank the they're first sneaky. one and I, I was like, Whoa, man, get your stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> so so this is leading into this. I don't know if it's you or the eleven percent alcohol beer you sold us. But one of you two are responsible for the show. Like, it is legit that either you or the beer you sold us is responsible for the Not Salty podcast. We, uh, we, I'll let Kristen tell the story. She's better than I am. But we went to Kristen Takeover. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we had Dragon Boat practice for the Dragon Boat Festival. And it was funny because it was after practice. It was after practice. Yeah. So we, we practiced okay. on Thursday night so that we had a day to rest up, you know. You but guys should have practiced more. Oh no! Don't. We, we will this year. So actually, funny enough, at practice we raced. Now he's stealing the beer from me. We raced. <laughs> uh, we raced vagabond in the practice round. Yeah. And the the instructor is like, when you do like a dragon boat race, you have a practice, and they set you up. It's eighteen to twenty people. They tell you how to paddle. And there were two of us out there at the same time, two teams, and it was us and Vagabond. And they're like, oh, do you guys want to do like a practice run? And we're all like, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Oh, my gosh. And then oh, I don't even know who won. Like, yeah, it was, it was a centimeter it was apart. So cl- it yeah. was super right? close. It yeah. was so close. So then we were like, holy cow, and we're not good at all. And like, we were like, wow, that was so fun. It turns out we were both really good. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, we had yeah. no yeah. idea. Right. We, we, right. We you have no running. idea. So right. it was like super fun. So we all leave and a couple of us go to Vagabond afterwards. And, uh, you know, and we're all laughing about our nice little practice run. And, like, everyone from Vagabond's team goes to Vagabond. Of course. Yeah. And then a lot of people from the Rayleigh team went to Vagabond. And we all just, like, hung out. And then the three of us oh, just yeah. stayed. Oh, yeah. My in-laws were there. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, we had, like, big group outside. they were on the team. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We had a big group outside. And then people just started leaving to go home and eat food. And we just stayed and drank beer. Yeah. And yeah, and then and then we just started talking about it. Well, so Mike had come up to me a couple of times and was like, Hey man, we should start a podcast. And I'm like, oh, I don't really know what that is. And then Kristen <laughs> and I have been talking about not salty and making t shirts or whatever for a while and uh, we just never did anything with it. You sold us one eleven percent beer, <laughs> and then I went back. And I had four. I went. Back. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I text, I showed Mandy a picture. I was like, this is what we're doing. I was like, I got you know, a, a one year old at home or whatever, and um, so yeah, got I was the like, second eleven percent beer. <laughs> then we came to order food. We were too late. We had four beers, and thus was born the Not Salty Podcast. What yeah. a wild we night! Started, we started. We started by a dragon. Remember, Jess even came on her scooter. Remember? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what Jess saw at scooters yeah. and she no. rides. I remember. Yeah, yep. it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So the story with the eleven percent beer, John, of course, famous last words like, "Let's go get a drink," like mm-hmm. singular. Mm-hmm. So vagabond Whoa. has the menu. They have the fourteen taps. They tell you what it is and the percentage. And I'm like, okay, one beer. I'm gonna make it count. 
So I was between a cider and the sour and the cider, <laughs> one of them was 11% and one was 5%. And I was like, if we're only having one beer, like I'm going for the 11%. And then all of a sudden John's like, you want another round? And then he's like, you want another round? Hey, the kitchen's closed, but I got another round. <laughs> and I was like, oh my like God. Like, <laughs> oh gosh, this might be one of the most embarrassing things I did in a while. So on your way to Vagabond, if you make a right on the street that your restaurant's located oh, on, you're yeah. on the wrong That's way. That's right. I remember you did that. And I did that You went time. the wrong yep. way? I went the oh, wrong yep. way. And this is like 5, 5.30 in the afternoon. Yep. 100% sober. I was just going there to... I don't know, get a beer, whatever. <laughs> and uh, so the worst part was it was during COVID, I think, in retro. So everybody was sitting outside. Yeah. So you couldn't play <laughs> oh, this yeah. off. It was summertime. Yep. And you and every person I know was on there like yelling, you're going the wrong yep. way, dummy. <laughs> yeah. And it's so embarrassing. John's got his windows up with uh, Kanye West laughing. So it's, it's not like you can't pick out my truck. You know <laughs> right. who I am. Yeah. And so then finally I get to the end of it and uh, I was like, man, what's going on? I turn my turn signal on and turn. And so I finally park and I come in and hang out with you guys. And uh, I won't mention his name. One of my friends that was there was a cop and he goes, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. He goes, at least you turned your turn signal on. Right. <laughs> I ran every scenario through my head. I was going to park the wrong way in a one-way street. I was going to go this way. I was going to go that way. Like There was no good scenario for me to leave, so I just... Waved at everybody and took my beating. And, you, yeah, uh, you were you were stand up about it. I have. Does to say. it happen yeah. a lot? A lot. Oh, thank really? God. Really? Yeah. It it's the only one way street in Oakland. So <laughs> right. like, a really? lot. Well, yeah. there's a stoplight there. And, and in my defense, I was on the phone. I was trying to sell a house. Who well, knows what I was doing? You were on the doing. phone driving a car. No, been, it was hands, hands, it was hands, hands free. And just for all you buyers and sellers out there, that's our committed John. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He'll go the wrong way down the street to get the deal done. I'm telling you, I go in there and he was like, dude, you turned your turn signal on. Good job. But that was still illegal. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, on one hand, it is the only one-way street in in Oakland, right? No, there's um, Green Green Street Street is one way. But other than that, that's it. Yeah, so I mean, I, I guess I can understand, like, there's not that many. But at the same time, you only have two to remember. Yeah. And they're I've within a block. Twice. Oh uh, my god! So the other time was. That's how you know you're not from here. I was a about, local would I was about never. 20 years oh, old, and I had <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. I had a Mustang, and on the back of the Mustang, I had a uh, trailer hitch, and I had two jet skis hooked to it. So oh I had uh, I was going to pick up a friend, and I was taking the jet skis from my parents' <laughs> house to pick up the friend. And uh, going back to the lake to put the jet skis in. Well, I went the wrong way down Green Street with jet skis behind me. So oh I've, I've done it twice in 40 years. <laughs> two different streets, though. I've been driving twice yeah. in 25. But there's you, two, two one-way streets. <laughs> we live in such a country town, there's only two one-way streets, and I've gone down the wrong way on both of them. They're so. like, should we pull them over? They're like, no, that's John. That's Bell. just John. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't quite as funny with the jet skis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably pretty stressful. All right. So I would, I'd like to move away from making fun of me. Um, (laughs) You started it. I know. But uh, (laughs) hey, I'm going to grab this other kind of beer. What kind is this? (laughs) Oh, that's uh, in the thicket. It's an easy IPA from 1812. 1812. Is that the one down in Cumberland? Cool. That's a good spot. We've eaten there before. Do they they have a restaurant too? Yeah. I haven't been down there. They have, is there a a flying pig or something like that too? That's down in Cumberland. Cumberland. Yeah, Cumberland. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Cra- yeah. Crabby pig, flying pig. It's something. I can't like that. remember. The eighteen eighteen twelve is what I was drinking last week. Okay, cool. Yeah, they um, have like a peach, like a peach sour. Oh or yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah I got it that in cans. Really they have it at McHenry yeah. Beverage. 
If you're coming up here on vacation and you're coming up 68, you will see 1812 on the left-hand side of the interstate. Mm. It's an easy exit. If you want to eat dinner before you get here, it's a good spot. Yeah. 1812 is great. Yep. They got some cool live music, usually some food vendors or two there, and a lot of really good beer. And if you really like it, the next day, go to Vagabond and get a growler to <laughs> yeah, take home. Yeah, you might find something yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So explain to us the name Vagabond. I know it has a meaning, but what the heck does it mean? Uh, yeah, so mostly it comes from uh, some history in the area. Uh, aside from the fact that Michelle and like, I like to sort of consider ourselves vagabonds and like, cool. travel and see like weird, neat things. Um, back in 1918 and 1921... We'll go with 1812. Yeah, <laughs> not that far back. Um, uh, one of the original big brain trusts of the com- or country, uh, uh, Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, Harvey Firestone, and John Burroughs... Uh, camped across like uh, across, the, across Creek, the country, right? yeah, yeah. They they stayed at, at Swallow Falls State Park and at Muddy Creek. There's a historical marker there. Um, they did a whole big camping thing across the country. Like Henry Ford was I like, didn't "Here, let's that part." Yeah, oh, okay. he's like, "Hey, let's. I've got these cool cars. Let's, they were let's, the vagabonds. Yeah, they were, and they called themselves the Four Vagabonds." Cool. There's there's an awesome book out. Um, the book market in town has it. I know. Uh, Talks about all their their travels and stories and a lot of there's a couple of really cool stories about their time in Oakland in the book. Um, story or the stories are that they offered some kids like when they rolled into Swallow Falls it was full, there was no place to camp, and they offered some kids like ten bucks to vacate their campsite. Back then that Back, was a, a lot, lot of money. money. Yeah. This was before social media. Right, oh yeah. my god. They couldn't they, were, they couldn't check yeah. the, yeah, like, who the, the online <laughs> reservations. Hey, <Yeah>. who, are, <laughs> who are these bums? Yeah. You don't know who we are, but you we're will. a big deal. Here's ten bucks. <laughs> so we're a big deal. We're basically uh, as, as point of found, founders of America. Can we have your campsite? <laughs> so uh, I've been talking to him through his son. I haven't connected with him on the phone yet, but uh Bob Bowl, Brian Bowl's dad has agreed to come on the podcast, and uh, he oh, is basically the Oakland historian. Yeah. From I understand, he was a history teacher, and now he's running the History Museum down Sweet. in Oakland. And, uh, yeah, he's very involved. We've got to coordinate the... dates, but he'll fill us more in on that story. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that'll be a cool show. Yeah. Be good to talk to you. Yeah, yeah I'm curious. I mean, is, do you know if, the, if it was, like, before, during, after big events? I mean, like, did they already start and run their companies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, yeah. The uh, Ford and Firestone were definitely, and Edison... Edison was definitely towards the end of his career, I think, at that point. Okay. Um, the pictures, he was definitely one of the, the elders. Um, Ford and Firestone were a little bit younger at that time, but still definitely titans of industry. That's pretty cool. Did you they know. share a tent? Oh, my gosh. It was not not, not like no, not like Mike at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, they were... Uh, it was glamping by all standards. They brought... Uh, porters and butlers and chefs. Oh wow! And, I didn't oh know yeah, that part. yeah. They 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 weren't real bag. They bag-a-mons. weren't really yeah. camping. Yeah. Oh, that ruins it. I thought they right? like, stayed on the side of the river <laughs> on their back and like what a stick. Right, no. Here's these rich guys no. coming to the country no. like they're regular people like us. It was apparently like a caravan of like twenty oh, Ford Model Ts like wow. carrying stuff across the country. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool though. They like relived like in their time a modern Oregon Trail. Right. You know. <laughs> So I'll do that with you, Mike. We'll go hiking sometime, but we're gonna stay in, at a Marriott. Well, evening. we get. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, four. I'll be in the parking lot, like, damn it, <laughs> cold. No, you can get a room too. It's okay. 
<laughs> a different room, though. <laughs> With the door in the middle, though. <laughs> right. <I mean>. <laughs> <laughs> you can put a hammock in the hallway of the mirror. Right. We'll, we'll It'll be fun. <laughs> Dude, so uh, it's still pretty cool. Uh, you're actually the third friend I know who has done this. Uh, the other one is Jonathan Robeson. And uh, I'd like to reach out to Jonathan, get him on the show. But Jonathan was an attorney, worked with us a lot, and got into brewing beer, and he opened Stumptown. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, he's he's the Stumptown beer is great. I don't know if you guys ever have it. Or, I can't get it. They, it's they, in West Virginia. West Virginia, and they're happy over there, I think. Yeah. Um, and they have not done the work or made the effort, and I don't think they want to. I mean, personal business decision they want to stay in west virginia but they yeah. haven't they haven't crossed state lines so he i can't told me them. one time it's really complicated like i guess it's you're, a, you're dealing with a lot of laws to cross state lines it's with, kind like, of a pain yeah it's um i didn't realize where that. was i I was in morgantown oh pies and pints i don't know if you guys have been there yeah. a place yeah. called pies and pints. Morgantown, yeah, yeah. Really good. they had stumped down and uh so I, after i had it there um i called jonathan and talked to him but but that's one of his things. It's just hard to get him across state line. Now he actually makes his own beer. He, yes, he, yeah, uh, he is a brewer, and, and they've got some amazing IPAs. I love their beer. Do uh, so according to um, Jacob's story. Let him tell it later. But uh, he got like a home brewing kit ten years ago for Christmas. Thought it was kind of cool. Got into it and got really good at it. And he's obviously a smart guy and figured it out and makes great beer. Uh, do you have any desire to make beer too? Oh. No, no, it's it's too much fun having a rotating list. I mean, well, sure, yeah, yeah I, I think that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, I I I did a little bit of home brewing when I was younger, and you know, had kids, and time went away, and I didn't, yeah. you know, couldn't make it fit in my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I do enjoy making beer. It's, it's a lot of fun, and you can really play around and do some neat things. But there's so many breweries out there, and so much cool beer. It's I I prefer to do what I'm doing and just keep a rotating list and try new things. I, I prefer to drink it myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's the happy medium. Right, right? yeah. <laughs> so uh, Kristen has a business idea for your wife. Uh, his wife's a veterinarian. What? Oh, Uh-oh. well, I don't want to. She's doing really well. She's doing good things. I, I have, like, a stick about there not being an equine vet in Garrett County. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that she's wearing that. <laughs> um, yeah, but they do have a horse on their sign, and they should probably take it off if they don't service them. Yeah, they, they used to. Subtle <laughs> um, burn. Yeah, um, subtle, yeah. I know, I know Dr. Jenkins used to make, like, farm calls just out yep. of a special favor. And if you haul your horse there, I think yeah. they'll, they'll do vaccinations. Mm. But but that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah it, but it's hard. Yeah, so, I yeah. mean, we've <laughs> I've gone to county officials <laughs> with my plate. That's for totally not where I was going with this. Yeah. I mean, I'm oh. picture, I'm, <laughs> I'm picturing uh, Tiger Claw. I'm picturing <laughs> vagabond coffee shop. Bring your horse to get uh, his right, immunizations. Why would I think you you're talking about a hitching post? post? I don't have it. Oh, it's yeah. not, yeah. not, yeah. not yeah. mine. Yeah. No, no, oh, you could have a hitching one. post. This is oh, like, oh, God. This is like 1812. <laughs> I mean, this is how it should be. Could you imagine if you had people come there by horseback? I think. Wait, there is a guy that's riding through Oakland on a horse. They should they should do like an eight like an eighteen eighties day in there's a dude like everybody dressed yes there's a guy that that goes into downtown i've not not seen him downtown there's a guy that's in that goes downtown on his horse um 
My horse would rather kill me than take. Does me he have a Yellowstone T-shirt like on? Mm. I have not seen him personally. I've Who just is heard this guy? Stories. We need to get him on the show. Who is this <laughs> Yellowstone? I keep hearing Who is about? this person? I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe I would not like automatically gravitate towards Pat putting a hitching post on me riding my horse. There. <laughs> Why? It would be awesome. <laughs> You're like his wife's a vet. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> well, we we need a large you. animal vet, what's, man. <laughs> what's it called when a horse runs? Is it galloping? Well, it's, it's a canter and then a gallop. A canter and a gallop, just galloping down. On Oakland Psych. saying run road like your hair flowing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, how long would it take you to just walk there on a horse? Uh, a long time. Yeah. A walking, yeah. yeah. Horses don't walk that much faster than people. Probably four miles an hour. Okay, yeah. But yeah, it's not <laughs> too much faster. We were on vacation, and uh, I don't know exactly where this is. It's about an hour outside of Reno. There's a place called Virginia City, and it's kind of a town like Oakland, except they revived it, and it's really country. Like, I could see that happening there. Oh, uh, I don't see that happening here. Somewhere. No, no, it's kind of cool. It's too was downtown. Yeah. The day, but it was fun. I really, I mean, I like. I think downtown Oakland it has gone through a renaissance. I know. I mean, yeah. I do think like new businesses have come in. Are somebody that we know is opening up a business. I think they're remodeling the office right now. So I think cool things are happening. Um, in downtown Oakland, and it just takes people like getting there and getting engaged and like wanting to do that. And I think the outdoor dining. I know that was kind oh, of was a source oh, yeah. of contention, post COVID. But like the outdoor dining is such a great feature. I mean, so, oh, it's, it's so such nice. an amazing atmosphere. Yeah. Wait, where, what city don't you have that? Right. I mean, I, I'm glad that you guys fought for it and have it. Yeah. Because I know that was like a huge thing post COVID. My vote was to shut down that whole street, put pavers on there, and make it like a walking street. And now specifically, so I didn't accidentally drive. Down <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that was my vote. I got shut down. But uh, right. If you're listening, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> do both of them. Just right, do yeah. both. Green Street. <laughs> right. Like, downtown Cumberland has that. You know, they have that little area. Yeah, locked it off is. Really yeah, road. Cool. Um, yeah, they do. I think it'll come. We need other places down there yeah. first. Uh, but no, honestly, well, thank you. You were, I can't say you were the one, but you were part of the group to start the turn the town around. I'm, bring cool stuff to town. I'm fortunate Mandy makes me stop sometimes and like go do family stuff no so there was a there was like a wine tour recently yeah the Winterfest. Right? was the yeah. Winterfest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so was that the first time second time or how oh they all, no that was um not the Winterfest itself but with the wine a couple circuit. times yeah like three the maybe four cool. i think, I think yeah. the fourth one you just block off the streets everybody's walking around it was super cool yeah. yeah yeah it's really nice and i mean like it gets you around like the wine tour's cool yep. yeah and it's a nice like thing to do at Winterfest yeah. because Winterfest is cool, but there's really not a ton to do. Right. So it's nice to like you just spend a little bit more time downtown. Yeah. 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 I was out of town this year. What was Oompa like? They this this year they canceled it? They didn't have it. There they was no drinking it. at the fireman's parade. Well, I don't even know if they even had the thing at the fire hall. No, I, think I didn't they had see dinners it. And I was and right that next was really door. it, yeah. Yeah, watching the No, I, they canceled the whole yeah, yeah, so they did no no drinking and that's a shame. I mean it, it it's is. it's different. It's a yeah. change. But that's another example of where they block off the street and people just hang out and have a good time. I understand the... That one might have needed some toning back. I know. That. I mean, I understand, yeah. like, you yeah. have, like, everybody's <laughs> out there, like, the whole purpose is you're blocking the street off so people can drink. But people can drink responsibly. It's sure. happened. Yeah. And it happens every day. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it is, like, it was such a nice, like, fun thing to do with friends. And you get a picture and, like... I loved it. Yeah, like, we would just go for a picture and leave. And, I mean, like, you don't... Like, I don't drink seven pitchers, but... It, you know, they blocked off the street. It was, like, a really fun time. It was part of, like, the thing of Autumn Glory. So it is kind of sad that that went away. You know, and we'll see what happens yeah, in the future years. But. I don't know yeah. how he did it. Uh, our friend Jerry, before he went on this super health kick he's on right now, used to uh, block uh, little 
section right in kind of in front of nailers with this truck and everything. We'd stand out there every day to bring a cooler of beer. And it was just great. Like, what night could you stay in downtown and talk to your friends right. and have three or four beers it's and know cool everybody? Thing. Like, you knew everyone. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's actually a cool thing about uh, your place, too. We went there for my birthday two years ago. Anyway, uh, I walked in there. We went for my birthday party. I knew everybody there. Like, it's, it's, it is kind of, I don't know, it kind of sounds kind of cliche to say cheers, whatever. Right. But it's kind of like cheers. It, it's definitely getting that way. There, there is a, a, a lot of folks that are, are regulars now. And yeah, you, you can walk in there one night and know 80% of the folks in there. I love, sure. so when we went for John's birthday, it was trivia night. Oh, yeah. And it was so fun. I think Thomas from the library did it. Thomas is amazing. Yeah, yeah. he yeah he's he did them this year too, and, and we'll bring him back next year. I think he's he's all in on them. Yeah, um, it was it, super fun. The different categories. I I'll say when you la- announced the last category was Disney, I was like, you guys can all sit down. <laughs> I've got, I got this. this. I think. And then he asked the questions, and I was like, who the fuck would know that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so hard. It was really hard. I mean, and that was, uh, I think that was the night you decided, you were like, I think I'll keep Mike around. Because we made, <laughs> we made a bet, and I was so sure of myself that I was right. It was a good bet. And so, I mean, I was close. So it was, uh, you think my tractor sexy came on the radio. <laughs> she, yeah, no, and, so and, she, and you were Kenny, like, you were Kenny like Chesney, oh, nice 90s. Song. Oh. She, Kenny Chesney, she thinks my tractor sexy. Yeah. The bet was whether it was in the 90s or the 2000s. Well, you said, you oh, said something like. the 90s. It was 99. No, right. You know what I mean? So, like, for all we know, it might have actually been released in 2000. I don't know. You know, it's like, it might have been popular. My argument was that there's a huge, I think that there's like a lot of people, like, you put on 90s radio on Pandora, which no one uses anymore, but you put it on 90s radio and songs from 2002 come Mm -hmm. on. I mean, it's a weird, I mean, they started blending and, and you were, and I thought, I think you felt so satisfied. You're like, he's going to do that again and I'm just going to enjoy it every time. Proving me wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was right. It was 1999. It was. So. There's there, there another. I paid you too. He was just cheating so blatantly. Like he was just googling everything on his phone, and I was like, "Man, you can't do that." Like uh, uh, on our team. Yeah. So I no, but I didn't let him answer. Like I was like I was like nudging him. Like you two were honestly playing. I think Noel was really guessing. I was sitting next to him. He'd be like, "Dude, the answer is Kenny Chesney." I'm like, "You googled it. I can't say that." Like, uh, yeah. No, well, I think. Thanks for being honest. Well, there's no point. Uh, the, the prize. Yeah, I, didn't I mean, we did still win. I think. <laughs> uh, so I did not tell you guys. I was watching him Google it, but I didn't tell you guys what the answer was. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, I, yeah, I thought I had the Disney category unlocked, but it was very hard. It was hard. It oh, was he very digs. Hard. He Thomas did, digs deep. He digs deep. Oh, my. I mean, it was the one was like the crazy mouse, and then one was like a, a mouseketeer from 1970. It was yeah. like Disney from. Like before, I ever watched Disney. I know. All we we only got like the super millennial. Like little, there was one for Little Mermaid. Yeah, and, great, yeah. and the Great Mouse Detective. Mike comes <laughs> running from the other room. Dude, that was my jam. That was one of my favorite movies. And he goes, "It's a rat again!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he runs back to get his beer. <laughs> Mike seems to watch the Disney movies that aren't that popular. Like, uh, you stumped Dave on a couple of them. Uh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. they're newer. Well, no, no. Yeah. yeah, it was. And dude, Soul. Have you seen Soul? Yes. Soul yes. is. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's literally, if you haven't seen it, everyone, you got to watch it. It's one of the best it. Disney flicks ever. They didn't sponsor us either. They didn't. <laughs> no. But we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, Disney, if you're listening. <laughs> so what's next? Uh, any other ideas? Like So the co- so you you birthed uh, the tap room, then you had the idea of the coffee shop. You can do a bookstore? No. Or? Well, there's a bookstore in town now. Uh, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Any other ideas? 
Oh my gosh, not right now. Nothing, nothing like new, new. Yeah, I've got a couple ideas that I'd like to kind of flesh out, but yeah. it'll it'll be. He a wants while he to... wants to start a podcast. He just doesn't mm, want to say. No, no. I was gonna ask you how many <laughs> no. podcasts have you been on? Oh, this is this is it. You're a oh. natural. Dude, you're doing like, great. Yeah, sit back. Um, I want to. <laughs> might be the three beers we had first. <laughs> oh, well, that'll help. Fair, fair. You you have like a bike group, right? A cycling group oh, that goes yeah. out. Yep. Yeah, so that's yeah. We're getting ready to start that up. Usually, we we like to do it about this time of a year when the time changes. We start getting the evening times back, but obviously, not <laughs> not this week. Crazy. Um, like a road cycling, road road biking. Not a Harley no, no, no. Yeah, road bike, uh, gravel bike. Like this time of year, we'd probably do some gravel bike rides just because the roads are still kind of gritty from yeah. treatment from the snow. Um, no, it's been. Wildly successful. You get a big group. Big group. I mean, yeah. we'll have. Wait, 30... you guys go and ride bikes and then come back and have beers? Yeah. Well, yeah. Whoa. What night bikes is this? And Tuesday beers. night. Every every Tuesday the night. weather breaks. You meet at Vagabond. Meet at the parking lot in in Oakland. <laughs> Take off from go. there. You're not gonna go. Is everybody invited? Well, I'll show up for the beers. Anybody. Um, okay, so you meet at the parking lot and go out. Yep. Yeah, we we run. Uh, uh, we call them A, B, and the C group. Yeah. Um, B and C group. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's like yeah yeah, yeah you'll probably be, you'll yeah. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can take I your genuinely <laughs> love riding bikes, but I just don't. I've never did like road bike riding for real. Like it's so. I will say, come out and try it with a group. It's a lot more fun. It's a lot more social when you've got a big group, and mm. especially the C and and most of the time the B group is very social. You know, yeah. we're we're not out there pushing pace. Going for long distances and trying to kill ourselves. It's a very social activity. Riding bikes through Pleasant Valley and, and bullshitting. Holy smokes, all the way out there, eh? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah, pretty cool. The C group will do like 14 to 17 miles. Nice. Um, How long does that take usually? Hour 40. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's not a super Perfect. heavy pace, yeah. So I did, believe it or not, before kids, Noel and I were into riding road bikes. And we would. We'd go out 10 to 15, 20 miles. Um, Jimmy would ride with us once in a while, but oh. it just it to be nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> mostly it was me, Russell, like Andy Helbig, uh, people like that. Uh, we go out. It was a lot of fun. And then we had kids and things changed. Yeah. But, uh, it, so they were really, really hard rides. And they were also rides that were, my father-in-law is big into cycling. And, yes. Uh, right. he yeah, would take George's, us around sometimes. Yeah. I think the longest psych bike ride, whatever you guys want to call it, went on with him was about 30 miles and I was dying. I think he rode like an extra 20 hours. Right. Um, no, it, but it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it's a blast. Um, and in the height of it this past year, we were consistently pulling 30 riders in to start. Wow. Can you rent ride. bikes from the little bike shop for that? Or he, is he closed then? He's what a cool open. idea. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have any to rent. Like he had some mountain bikes to rent. Okay. Um, I would like to see him try to expand. Does he sell then? He sells. Okay. Yeah. okay. He sells. Um, he didn't have a lot of luck with renting. Yeah. Um, well, I could see where he's yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we I, can buy a nice road bike for five hundred or thousand. Oh, you can buy it for twenty grams. You can buy it for oh, five hundred yeah. or thousand. You too? can definitely get started for like a thousand fifteen hundred on yeah. a, a decent road gravel bike. That yeah, definitely get you around though. So you can get like an all-purpose bike because the tires change, right? Right. Like that, yeah. That's what's going to change between the different type of right. terrain. Yeah. Don't people make fun of you? Hmm? Like, don't you have to have a road bike or a mountain bike? <laughs> Well, a bike. An all-purpose bike is cool? Yeah, because I have one. I'm showing up. All right. Sign me up for the C group. John's going to be in the back, and then he's just going to turn around after 30 minutes, and he's going to be like, I'm going back. I know for a fact Shane's going to punch me while we're going, and we'll have fun. (laughs) 
I don't there, think I could ride on the road. It scares me with the cars. There may be a little bit of ribbing, but you'll oh, be no, right. Oh, no, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when you rode down the road? Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have a couple questions to ask you. Uh, Kristen, you want to ask him the first one? Yeah, uh, what's your best Tony Honey story? Oh, my God, I don't have many. Um, you can go with any bar story, including your own. <laughs> <laughs> if it's better, yeah. Well, that, yeah. that widens the scope. Honey Honey, um, I appreciate Honey Honey for people watching. Um <laughs> It That's was fair. yeah. Oh, it was before before Vagabond. Uh, Michelle's birthday party birthday. And yeah. I, I took her out. I think we went to Dutch's or Aces, one of the two places. Uh, it was Aces. We sat and talked to Tom at the bar. Yeah, and drank. And she had probably an extra Moscow Mule, more than normal, and uh, decided she wanted to go to the Honey. It was her birthday. She wanted to go to the Honey. She wanted to stop there on the way home. Let's so, go crazy. <laughs> so we did, and I think oddly enough, the remedy was playing. Oh, so yeah. it was actually hopping in there, um, and it was it was weird. Like I was <laughs> I was driving, so I was not partaking that much, and everybody else was, and it was yeah. it was just one of those nights. That I had a good time, just sort of watching everybody else do their thing in there. And there are some crazy dancers at yes. the Honey that really? are regulars. Okay, I haven't experienced this yet. There's an older couple and they're always at Honey and they have some moves with the wrists and they, they dance. <laughs> you guys all and know. With the feet, like there, there are like, there are regulars at Honey that shut it down. With you, guys, you guys know Dancing Bob from the Honey Honey, right? I think, Dancing yeah, Bob, right? Like the guy who goes out to dance all the time. It's kind of funny. He called me the other day and he asked me a question about his house and he goes, Man, I love your podcast. What's up, Bob? What? Oh, my God, that's so cool. Hey. <laughs> that's awesome. Has there been a time with your bar? You're out of beer. Get some. Oh. Um, has there been a Get time some. with your bar when you're just sitting around being like, this is pretty cool? Like, has there been like that aha, like, man, look around. Everybody's having fun. This is this is just really freaking cool. Yes. Um Probably I don't let myself do that as much as I should. Yeah. Um, it probably just catches you. It, it the, does, yeah. yeah. And honestly, the, the first night. That was it? That that was like the first one. It was fleeting for sure. Um, like, I, you know, we'd done all this work and we were getting ready to open. And I think the, the when we started, we didn't open until three. Yeah. So like a whole other backstory there. But initially we were three to ten. And like... Uh, opening day i was still building the weight station like at noon i was still hammering nails and, oh. and driving screws to build the shelving unit for the weight station that's restaurants man oh my god yeah. <laughs> thought i was going to have a heart attack for yeah. sure i was so stressed and just you know didn't know how it was going to go so worried and uh it all started and all these people came in place was packed and everything was working, and people were doing what they needed to do, and people were getting beer and food, and I was just like, "Holy shit, it's working!" Yeah, <laughs> that's that's almost that's almost like the high of a restaurant, though. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. you're like, "This is I don't know how this works." But <laughs> once you flip Jeez. the on switch, people just fall in line. There's nothing about it that's hard. The hard part is everything happens the exact same time. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean. Like right. making a uh, mm. egg roll is not hard. It's only because hard because there's a thousand people wanting them. Wanting them at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Has there ever been, actually don't answer this? <laughs> Has there ever been a moment when you've been like, "Oh my God, what did I do?" Okay, next yeah. question. <laughs> question. <laughs> um, what are you salty about? Oh, what am I salty about? 
You've got to have something. I don't know if I should say. <laughs> we, we do have we a power. We can cut it out. If you want to rock and roll with this, yeah, you go can for do it. A and B, <laughs> you know, for us and for the podcast. If you just hear a B. Hold on. Do we have that button? I did get it, yeah. Oh, sweet. It's trip. really loud. Oh. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. I've been trying not to cuss on air. Can we try this? Okay, All right, no, ready? No. One, two, three. Oh that was perfect. That was awesome. <laughs> there we go. I, got it out of my I hope it still comes in from my mic. Though. <laughs> I, no, it might meet them all. I, I'm no uh-huh. longer salty. Oh, it's hilarious. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm unsalty now. That's funny. <laughs> Probably the most frustrating thing I've had to deal with was the outdoor dining that you guys mentioned. Yeah. Was dealing with uh, a lot of resistance from some of the folks in town, uh, like in power, like council yeah, and mayor, sure. um, that really fought hard against it and it it just baffled me as to why yeah absolutely i mean everybody has the opportunity i like the argument that people had that was like every business has the opportunity if you want to take your two parking spots and do something outside you can oh you did it in your parking spots yeah, well, yeah. They're not mine. I mean, well, they were they're the town. Yeah, but they're, I mean, right? Like parking, but yes. Every store, like if you, if every store is allotted two, then like then put your clothes out on those two. Right. Right. Like there, there is a really valid response for like some people take advantage of it and some people don't. Well, sure. I mean, like that's any business it's, ever. It's whether or not you want to, you know, take the effort. Is it was it worth your time and effort? To, right. To do something. Plus, like, how are you going to get people downtown? You have to eat. Honestly, that was my only like. Quip with sip side was like I can't just go there and drink. I need to eat food. Need to eat food, right? right? Yeah. So like that's what I love about vagabond. Like you can go drink, but you eat food, and like that's how you drink responsibly, Michael. Mm-hmm. You, you <laughs> eat food. <laughs> 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 Crying. <Mike's laughs> but yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> no, when we negotiate deals, I try to look at other side of the shoes. Like I try to think, okay, if I tell you this, what are you going to tell me? What's going to be your rebuttal before I have that conversation? I don't get there at that argument. You know what I mean? Like, uh, whoops, I spit on my microphone. Um, <laughs> I don't understand why. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not like you're the first person in the history of the world to say, hey, I want to have outdoor dining. You well, know? no. It was, no. it was especially during COVID, it was a very popular thing to do. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, and that's you know, it's where it came from. And it, all props to town at the time, um, whenever Governor Hogan opened outdoor dining coming out of COVID, yeah. they called me before I could even call them to ask. And said, hey, we're going to bring, and at the time it was just those like yellow saw horses for the road closures oh, yeah, for events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to bring these around to all of the, the restaurants. At the time it was restaurants and bars in town. And if you want to use two to three parking spaces, go for it. So like we got them at the time, Alder Street Diner was across the street. Englanders got them. Um, Sipside got them. And Cornish Cafe got some. Yeah. And we were the only ones to really jump on it. And it it blew up quick. People loved it, um, and it, to the point that the town brought in those concrete barriers that started, you know, that trend. And then you, to see it be so successful, and then to have the town like try to take it back. Yeah, it was. You always got haters. I mean, right. uh, so I mean, welcome to being in business. Two things you've got to do is one, adapt. You did okay, so. It, Hooray, you solved that problem. There'll be a new one tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's welcome to be in business. Right. And two, there's always going to be the people who don't like what you do. Uh, 
I don't know. My two cents is do what you think is right and do what's best, and that obviously worked. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Not that I matter, but anyway, <laughs> I thought it was really cool. We but we, we did sit outside when we talked about them. when That's we were right. yeah, having we're our eleven percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. our eleven percent beer. It we was were, nice. We were outside. I felt like was I was nice. home back in Phoenixville. You know, I come from a town that was completely depressed, old steel town. Yeah, and a group of people committee got together completely. Uh, they had a what is it called a renaissance, right? right? All these businesses moved in, and now like. I mean, literally, they close the street uh, one day a week, every week. Yeah. And there's like, I mean, it's like the highest concentration of bars outside of the Philadelphia area. Right. Outside of the Philadelphia area. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think, actually, on that note, like, when they have the little Yuck Music Festival, like, you can still take beer to go from... Oh, sure. Yeah. So we went to Vagabond and got beer to go and went to the town parking lot sure. and listened to For the Birds, yeah. Mike's mm-hmm. band. Uh, so we like literally because that's what everyone was doing. Like everyone is going to Vagabond. You got a drink. They gave it to you in a plastic cup, and then you walked over to the town parking lot and you watched a band. Like this sounds like a great small town. I want to move here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a good slogan to like a great small. If you're town. thinking about right. selling your house, people want to move there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Big city. Want to move to the country? Do you like eating outside in the snow? <laughs> but I did. Yeah, I really like that. That's like a cool option. So I mean, I feel like there are like. I think there's an argument to shutting down the street one night a week when there's like a lot of stuff oh, like that going I agree, on. Yeah. yeah. Because I think that would also invite other businesses to come in and do something similar to what you have, but in a different light. I mean, there's yeah. there's plenty of room for everybody. Your restaurant can only service so many people. Yes. Your tap room. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I mean, I mean there's room for everybody. Yeah. I mean, couldn't couldn't people park over at the where they have the farmers market yeah. there and yep. and walk sure, over? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's what most people do. I mean, yeah. there's only so many spaces down. Yeah. You're lucky if you get. First of all, you have to parallel oh, sure. park, which a lot of people yeah. struggle with. <laughs> oh, that is one Especially of with a horse and buggy. <laughs> favorite, oh, yeah. favorite pastime. We're actually considering uh, starting a, a betting sort of bookie service on parallel park. You mean TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. last, last week we were having cow patty bingo. Right. Uh, oh, my gosh. We could do parallel parking. Uh, Pajamas, damn it. Yeah. There's yeah. got to be something. <laughs> It's it's a lot of fun to stand and watch. I like if it's the slow to like day, watch Mike, people park. Oh where you my were gosh, talking about sure. getting the uh, with you and Jonathan were getting that altercation or whatever at uh, Moonshadow. <laughs> you started taking your clothes off. We're, we're gonna leave we're gonna leave wow. pajamas alone. But, uh, how do we how do we make bets on parallel oh, on parallel parking? Well, you can oh, do yeah. amount of time, amount of time, whether, whether they're, they're over gonna, the line, how many turns, how many tries, Ooh. you're gonna get a how webcam. close they are to the uh, curb, whether you, they hit the curb or not. What percent so is this beer we're drinking? Because I'm getting uh, all kinds of ideas. Yeah, right. I have a million ideas. Uh, right. We're around a 7% on this. Oh, we're fine. <laughs> this is legit. Idea. Oh, man. It would be pretty fun. Yeah. It, it's it's entertaining for sure. Um, I'm actually good at parallel parking. These days, I'm sorry, you can't not be good at parallel parking with backup cameras. Well, you should have done it when you uh, came the wrong way down the street and really showed off your skill. I wanted to. <laughs> <so> <laughs> <laughs> You, that would have been me, the most boss move yes. to pull in the wrong way and then whip it into the a parallel yeah. park. Yeah, <laughs> like like jet like millimeters yeah. in between parked cars. Yep. My truck had the exhaust on it. It was so loud. <laughs> like there was, there was no hiding. Yep. Like, uh, yeah. There was a, a guy came in. He wasn't from here. I didn't recognize him. He parallel parked a truck and a trailer. 
What? With cars on either side. Oh. Oh, just nailed it. I walked out. I was like, dude. Did you clap? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I walked out. I was like, dude, strong work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> on the house, man. Like the MMA fighters of the driving world. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're they're like that. Whatever. Whatever. This then, is, you're I like, got hey, it. Man, good job. Uh, can you move so other people can park here too? <laughs> you're taking up three spaces. <laughs> There's a down lot across the street. Yeah, I guess like NASCAR drivers would be like boxers, right? You know, precision. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm a really good parallel parker too. Not to brag. But yeah. I, I, I like I love the challenge of Alder Street. I love it. Yeah. I look forward to it. I couldn't back a trailer. I don't know. I was years ago. Uh, um my friend John and I had a trailer. We were going to go pick it up uh couch somewhere down this long driveway and I got so frustrated I couldn't I wasn't good enough at backing a trailer out. <laughs> so you know what I did? I went and learned how to back a trailer. Like I am a pro at backing some trailers right yeah. now. And it, that's all it takes is time. Most people are afraid yep. of it. Go to a field, go to a long road or anything and just practice. Go to a parking yeah. lot. Yeah, go to schools in the in summer, like the big school parking mm-hmm. lot. No one's there. Yep. Uh, Great practice. The other fun game we could play is uh watching people launch their boats at the state park. Um, oh my! If you are having a bad day, go to the state park and watch people launch their boat. You will guarantee see a husband and wife argue. Um, it is. It is. One, it's, it's a great pastime. Yeah, it is a great pastime. Uh, the, the Deep Creek State Park too. It's so easy. They have four lanes. It's like the widest place. Oh my gosh! Yeah. If you can remotely back a truck, you can launch a boat there. Right. People still jack it up, and it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great. It's a great pastime. It's like it's like you. Know, oh, never mind. We'll have to tire call that one. Like yeah, vacation brain. brain. <laughs> 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 what we were, I was going to talk about, but you know, any any other place in the world, you know, they could perfectly launch a boat, but they come here come and it's here. just like hats off. It's because people are watching you. I watch myself. Uh, okay, uh, it matters. Yeah. So there's, if I know there's like you're watching me, yeah. I get nervous. It matters. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Or am I only messing up because I know you're watching me? Mm. It, Dude, yeah. that line on State Park Road sometimes is like holy wow. cow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, uh, Pat, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks thank for you for opening me. Vagabond. We obviously <laughs> like it there a lot. Thanks um, for bringing the beer. Yeah, we'll put a plug on the website for you. If we get a website, we yeah, have uh, it's on the to do mm-hmm. list, but we have a Facebook page and all that good stuff. Uh, um, I want to give you a fist bump and thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, man. And we'll uh, we'll see you at the second annual Dragon Boat. Oh, Festival. for oh, sure. We didn't talk about you guys that. are going down this time. <laughs> we'll have you back. Have you back for the. Answer.